Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? You can make a podcast real easy. You can record and edit your podcast right now from your phone or your computer. And distribution is real easy. You'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So, what are you waiting on? Get signed up. Happy Friday, happy Friday, and welcome to Cosmetology 101 with your host, Anne Glam. I am so happy to be here today. I hope that you are. It is truly a blessing to be alive with everything that's going on in the world today. So I do thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen, to learn, and to educate yourself into your career path. Thank you from all over parts of the world, male, female, all ages. Thank you so much for listening, and I do see you. So, we're going to continue talking a little bit about uh, safety, first aid, issues that can happen within the spa or salon so that you can be aware and so that you can uh, do what you need to do as a professional. So yesterday, we talked a little bit uh, about burns and wounds. And so we're going to continue a little bit um, about the different types of burns. So with that being said, uh, we're going to talk about chemical burns. All right, chemical burns, which means certain chemicals may cause a burn or a burning sensation to the skin. And for those uh, who are listening for the first time, or you just particularly listening to this episode, um, when you hear me say FYI, that's just something, you know, if you want to remember it, you can. If you want to jot it down, you can. But if I say need to know, that's generally something that will be on the test, whether it's written or whether when you do go to get your state board license. So this is one of those FYI moments um, where we're talking about chemical burns. And if a chemical burn does occur, um, remember to remove the product with a damp cotton using either water or neutralizer. Also move any contaminated clothing from the burn area. Apply several cold compresses or cotton soaked in cold water to the skin for at least several minutes. Cover the burn loosely with a clean, lint-free dry cloth, such as a sheet. And be sure to uh, refer the injured person for medical treatment, okay? Also, we're going to talk about heat burns. Heat burns come from a variety of sources, such as electric files, waxing, or heated towels. Um, When you're dealing with clients, a lot of times, depending on what service you're providing, you may be using an electric file, okay, or you may be using a heated towel. Um, Also, another heated product is paraffin wax. And the paraffin wax is generally used on the hands and the arms, okay, when you're doing manicures. 
So that's another um, type of heated product that you can use um, when you're providing nail services. So just to give you an overview, with the paraffin wax, the way that they heat it up, they heat it up in an electric warmer. And if the temperature is too high, it can burn the skin when applied. So you wanna be very careful when you're warming this paraffin wax to not make it too hot. Also, hot towels. From towel cabinets are a great addition to nail service, but it's one of those instances where it is a heated product, okay? So a lot of those cabinets that can heat up the towels, it can go up to, you know, as, as high as 110 degrees. And the towels, of course, can get extremely hot and cause discomfort. So it's important to cool the towel prior to applying it to your client's skin, okay? Again, it's very important to try to cool the towel a little bit prior to applying it to your um, client's skin. You're gonna test the temperature by holding the side of the towel that will not be placed on the client's skin against your own arm, okay? To evaluate the heat intensity, all right? Another one is electrical burns, okay? And electricity is a form of energy that produces, we all know, light, heat, magnetic, and chemical changes. So the flow of electricity along a conductor is called the electric current, okay? And the materials that transport electricity easily are called conductors, okay? So if you didn't know that, you know that now. And their purpose is to, transpor um, to transport current in a circuit to an electrical appliance. So electrical burns are usually a result of faulty equipment or improper use of equipment. Um, a burn can also occur when a piece of equipment has frayed or, or a severed cord that makes contact with the skin. Please be careful and inspect you know, and handle all equipment that you're using in a salon or a spa. Make sure that you are carefully um, inspecting it for the safety of you and your client. And we've often talked about that in various um, modules of this podcast, the safety of you and your client. All right. Also, just to dive a little bit more into it, a fuse is a device that contains a fine metal wire that allows current to flow through it. And a circuit breaker is a reusable device that breaks the flow of current when an overload occurs. So that's a little bit of electricity one-on-one <laughs> for the most part. All right, so we're going to go into the next part. And this is really going to be quick because we're just about at the end of when it comes to safety and first aid. Um, the next module I'll be teaching on is anatomy. And you definitely will need um, a notebook, pad, pencil, paper, whatever you need. <laughs> Record it, write it down, okay, how you do it. Uh, make sure you definitely tune in to this next module because this is definitely a need to know and this is definitely uh, some of the things that will be on the test. All right, so we're going into choking. Uh, when a person is choking, he or she is usually grasping the throat 
Um, the typical choke victim, of course, can't really speak and they may gasp or wheeze for air. Um, but if you're not sure uh, if the person is choking, ask the person if he or she can talk. If not, okay, that means that no air is entering the windpipe, the um, windpipe, which means the person may turn blue or have an expression of panic. So, you know, be very, very careful and pay attention to that. Again, determine whether the victim can speak or call forcibly and is getting sufficient air. Do not interfere with the victim's attempts to cough, okay? Um, if the victim cannot speak and is not getting air, have someone to call 911, okay? While you perform an abdominal thrust, which is known as a Heimlich maneuver, okay? If you don't know how to do it, again, please have someone call 911. If someone is there, um, in where you're working at, um, that's, that's a plus. Um, they may be able to do the the hammock for you. Okay, so um, with the hammock maneuver, I'm just going to give you a few procedures for that. Um, you're going to stand behind the victim and wrap your arms around his or her stomach to perform abdominal thrusts. That's number one. Number two, you're going to make a thumbless fist with one hand and place that fist just above the navel and well below the ribs. And with the thumb and forefinger, you're going to side toward the victim. You're going to perform an upward thrust, number three, by grasping this fist with the other hand and pulling it quickly toward you with an inward and slightly upward movement. And repeat if necessary. Okay, so these are the instructions pertaining to choking a victim um, that's over one year of age, okay? Specific guidelines for treatment of an infant choking, um, you know, I cannot really cover. So, the, again, this is for victims over one year of age. Uh, the next thing we have to pay attention to when it comes to safety and first aid, we're talking about fainting. Okay, a sudden drop in blood pressure can prevent enough oxygen from getting to the brain, which is known as fainting. Okay, this lack of oxygen causes a person to faint or lose consciousness for a few seconds to a few minutes. When a person is fainting, okay, you're going to turn the victim onto the back and make sure he or she has plenty of fresh air. If vomiting occurs, roll the victim on his or her side and keep the windpipe clear and three when the victim regains consciousness reassure him or her and apply a cold compress to the face okay please remember uh, regardless just to call 911 okay all right and then we have eye injury okay in a salon or spa the possibility for eye injury is a risk okay so if um you know the proper precautions and procedures you'll be able to deal with it a little bit more efficiently so with a cut scratch or um, anything like that or embedded object you're going to place a gauze or cloth over both eyes and secure with a bandage do not try to remove an embedded object please do not try to do that 
get to an eye specialist or emergency room immediately. Okay, if it's a chemical type eye injury, you're gonna hold the eyelids apart and flush the eyeballs with lukewarm water for at least 15 to 30 minutes. Be careful not to let the runoff water flow into the other eye if only one eye is affected. Two, you're gonna place a gauze pad, <clears throat> excuse me, or cloth over both eyes and secure with a bandage. And ultimately, you're gonna get to an eye specialist or emergency room immediately. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, we are back, we are back. The last thing we talked about was eye injury. And pretty much, you know, the safety and protection and the welfare of your clients um, are among the reasons why you are striving to be a licensed professional. So just always try to kind of remember that. Um, remember that, you know, microorganisms, they inhabit bodies at all times, both yours and your clients. So when you practice universal precaution, all right, this protects everyone and eliminates the spread of infection. Okay. All right. So we are really pretty much through. We made it. <laughs> we made it through the first aid and safety um, course. And so our next course, which will be our next podcast, will be on the building blocks of the human body. We'll be going right into anatomy. So if you know someone, again, that's into cosmetology or trying to get into it, um, please share this podcast with them. Please share, please share, please share. Um, Again, I definitely will uh, be doing um, a link soon in reference to getting the written material questions um, that will possibly be on the state board test. So that's another big thing. Um, Again, I can't (laughs) tell you thank you enough for joining me. Uh, for listening Um, it was really truly um, inspiring and motivating um, to know that I'm you know helping someone else so again thank you so much for joining me uh, cosmetology 101 don't forget to join me at beauty to the block as well Um, and don't forget to join me at I am so it's I am dash O nine. Um, it's on Anchor as well. It's on Spotify and all the other distribution sites. Um, so be sure to check out I am dash O nine as well. And until then, thank you for joining Cosmetology One on One with your host and Connor.